This is a fit mess with Zach and Jeremy. Took us long enough. Hi. Are fit you, mess. I'm are Jeremy. You actually there? That's Zach. I'm here. Are you there? I am here. I wonder if there are any listeners left after our long hiatus. Well, if there is anyone listening, we're sorry. <laughs> it's, we we won't dwell. Uh, but it, it's it's been a minute since we've done a show. Actually, a month if you're counting on your calendar at home. And uh, the reasons are several, and we'll break them down, but not in a boring, oh, gosh, my life's just so hard kind of way. But, you know, we've, we've been dealing with some stuff, and so we want to share some of that with you. We also want to share our interview with uh, photographer and author Kate T. Parker. You, uh, you might remember she was on our third episode uh, talking about her book, uh, Strong is the New Pretty. She had a, a journal that came out related to, to that line of work. She has a brand new book called The Heart of a Boy. It is a beautiful book, and I hope you'll take a look at it. And, and actually, I hope you'll take some of the copies of it that I have here with me off my hands. We're going to give some of those away. Uh, more on that later, and we'll, we'll talk with Kate Parker in just a little bit about the new project. But it has been a month since we got it's, together. It's been a month. Where have you been? I've been sitting here on the microphone waiting for you. <laughs> I hope you got up to use the bathroom. Uh, a couple of times okay, here good. and there. Uh, well, for one, I, I did do some traveling, went on a little vacation with the family, went to Idaho and, and Leavenworth and uh, had a, lo- a lovely time, was had by all, et cetera, et cetera. But the the underlying issue really was uh, the last couple of episodes that we did, I was really happy with, really proud of. Uh, the, the people that we spoke with were fantastic. The episodes I felt were really good. And... You know, we're, we're kind of a big deal, so people pitch us uh, interviews often, and as they were coming in, nothing really was measuring up for me. Everything felt like, ah, I don't know, that's that's not our thing, that's uh, that's not big enough, that's not good enough. And so suddenly, uh, perfection was becoming the enemy of, uh, of good. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get past the mental block of, it's got to be bigger, it's got to be better. And that sent me into a really weird... Um, mental space uh feeling like what what i'm doing here isn't enough maybe what i'm doing isn't isn't the right thing i I don't know it just sent me into kind of a dark place uh with regard to this project i still don't know that i'm all the way out of it i don't know that anything is gonna feel good enough but like everything in this realm you have to take a step you have to do something you have to turn the microphone on you have to push record and you you have to just start making sounds again uh, to to get that thing going. I, I don't remember where I read it or if it was on some podcast, but there was this quote that I, I wrote down and I wish I'd written down the source, but the quote is, I'd rather be a, a disciplined half-ass than a lazy perfectionist. Yes. And I, that keeps that keeps coming to me as you're, as you're telling the story is, being a perfectionist, if you want to be a perfectionist, you know you're never going to get there. You're never going to do anything. So you just got to do your best. And if it's a half-assed effort, at least you got something done. Well, there's also something to the uh, manifestation of thought. You know, if, if everything I'm thinking is, oh, that's not enough. Oh, that's, no, that's that's bad. No, I, I don't have anything interesting to say. I'm not good enough to be talking about these things with whoever wants to find it online. If that's what my thought process is, that's what my actions are going to be. And yeah. so I needed to change my thought process to you are good enough. Uh, even if it's just you and Zach listening to yourselves, that's the point. Like you guys are doing this because it's fun for you. So go have fun, yes. dummy. And so that sort of got the ball rolling. And also, honestly, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm not trying to sell a book here or anything, but looking at Kate Parker's book, Heart of a Boy, I'll, you'll hear in the interview with her, there were a couple parts where I, where I recognized what I was lacking in, in terms of feeling creative and feeling like, you know, just playing, just having fun, doing something that I'm passionate about. Um, mm-hmm. So, so you know, a lot of times it is, you'll find that inspiration in weird places. And, and for me, it was that book where it was like, okay, I, I can do this again. Uh, you'll also notice the audio sounds a little funny because I literally recorded it uh, in my car, in my rental car in Idaho. Um, so just so just kind of having that conversation in, in a different place, like really getting out of my comfort zone, doing it in a different way uh, with relative comfort in the fact that it was someone we've spoken with before was sort of enough to sort of kick that door open again and, and get me back in here to, to do this again. That's funny that you, you did the interview in your car. That Our very first interview on the first episode, um, I, I ended up doing the, the interview on in, in the car as well. Oh, that's right. You were talking, it, that was our, uh, was that Johan Hari? Johan Hari. That's yeah. funny. And that was a long conversation to be sitting in your car. Yes, that, it was a hot day too. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, you know, again, I don't know that I'm completely over it, but this is me, um, just trying to put it out there, just trying to share, uh, just trying to be transparent that that's, that's the struggle I've been dealing with is feeling like this isn't enough. Uh, like I'm not enough, like what I have to say isn't enough and just pushing through and, and getting uncomfortable with trying to be, uh, open and vulnerable with you about that experience while getting back on the horse and doing this it's uh it's it's a weird thing it's a weird feeling yeah i can imagine it, it's it's got to be weird to uh come to the realization that you know not everything that comes out of your mouth is golden huh? what since <laughs> since that's that's hooey i don't buy that yeah i know for me you know while you were going through all of while you were going through those struggles and you know, good for you. Now, you know, we're, we're back on the mic. We're actually recording because I, I think we've put this off for about a week. Good for you. We, we, you know, we're back on the mic and like you said, take one step, let's just, you know, get something laid down and, and this is good. But, you know, on, on my side, it's just been, it's been absolutely crazy. We're, my wife and I are still living on different coasts and, uh, they were here for a week and, it, you know, looking for new houses and just, you know, still trying to adjust to the new job and things like that. It's just been, I, I hate to say it, but it's just been an absolutely crazy, busy couple of weeks, few weeks. And, um, our times really just haven't lined up very well in the last two weeks either. Yeah. And especially this week, um, this is what Thursday and we were supposed to do this on Monday and then it was Tuesday and then it was Wednesday. And now finally, so, uh, you know, yeah. and what's, what's funny though, is that, you know, we're, we're, doing the recording remotely, you know, using all this cool technology and I'm flying back to Seattle tomorrow <laughs> for, right. for a visit. So we, we, should, we could have just waited another day wait or two. Wait one more day. Person. Right. But, uh, but no, let's make it as complicated as possible. But that is the thing. Like every day we've been wanting to get this out because we've, we are trying to build a community here. We're trying to be there for each other. Uh, and so when the weeks were passing and we weren't able to put something out, I definitely felt like I was letting people down letting you down, Zach, letting myself down for not just pushing through and, and, and getting over that hump and, uh, and putting together a show. So, so here we are, we're back. Sorry for the, uh, the big uh, whining and, uh, and moaning and, and whatnot, but, uh, we are here and we can celebrate. We, we have uh, delicious beers. I don't know about you. It's uh, about one o'clock here. I could go for a beer. 
It is. It's four o'clock here. I could definitely go for a you're beer. Cl- yeah, you're closer to real beer time than me. We have uh, a sponsor to tell you about, Bravest Brewing. They make some of the best uh, non-alcoholic beers you're ever going to taste. They offer an IPA, a stout, an amber. All of them are delicious. All of them can be delivered to your door through a link on our website. Uh, our website, by the way, thefitmess.com. Use the promo code FITMESS10. And you get, uh, I believe it's 10% off your order. So a good a good way to, to test them out and, and see if I'm telling you the truth. And I guarantee I am. It's uh, it's fantastic beer. And uh, I'm out. I got to order some, actually. Yeah, I actually had, um, I'm out now, but um, one of my one of my buddies here in New York, I was telling him about Bravis. And he was like, that that's that's impossible. Right. Like, you know, the 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 taste of non-alcoholic beer is, is um, similar to what a cow excretes. Like, you know, he was just, he was adamant that it was garbage and there was no way. So I, I brought him one over and, uh, he, he looked at it, you know, he flipped the can upside down, like before he even opened it, he was just, you know, examining the outside of the can. I was like, the important stuff is on the inside, pal. But, you know, he finally opened it and sniffed it and he's like, it kind of smells a little hoppy. It was an IPA. Mm-hmm. And He's like, man, but yeah, this, it, 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 it can't be. And he, like, he took a sip and I like saw him like swish it around a little bit. And then his eyes like popped open really wide and he swallowed it. And he was like, holy shit, this tastes (laughs) like real beer. This tastes like good beer. And I was like, I told you. Right. So. Well, and it's funny. We've. Amazing. Uh, we've. T- I, I think maybe you told me a story at one point about somebody uh, pulling one out of your fridge, and uh, you know, as he, in this case, the guy was examining the can. Uh, another friend had like grabbed a can and just started drinking it, and not even realized it was non-alcoholic. Yeah, he because, didn't even realize it. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's and it's good stuff. We're we're not just blowing smoke. It's not just because they're our sponsor. Even if they weren't, I'd still buy their beer and uh, and tell you all about it. So I hope you'll try it and. Uh, Helping, you know, supporting them supports us and uh, keeps everything uh, moving along here. So, so thank you for uh, for doing that. We do, uh, as we mentioned, we have a guest. Her name is Kate T. Parker. She's the author now of The Heart of a Boy. It's a follow up to her wildly successful series, uh, or, or I guess book and related work, Strong as a New Pretty. As I mentioned, she's been on the show with us before. She was actually on our third episode, the third one of these that we ever posted online, and to this date. That episode is still downloaded more than any of our other episodes. And we've had we've had some pretty good shows with some pretty big guests. So for the third episode to still be our number one listen to show ongoing, like not not like it got a bunch of downloads and then stopped. It keeps getting hits. That episode continues to, to be downloaded and listened to by many, many people. And uh, I started by just sharing that with her. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, well, and, and to you for, for that and for the new book. It's just beautiful. I was thumbing through it again this morning and uh, just, I, I don't know how you do it, but uh, you're, you're an, you don't need me to tell you. You're an incredible photographer. Oh, thank you so much. It is um, definitely my passion. I, I feel very, very thankful to get to combine photography which i love in this message that i really believe in uh it's it was funny looking at this as the father of daughters uh i was curious how i would react uh as opposed to the previous work and it's funny how i in this case ended up sort of seeing myself more than seeing myself as a father to children um it felt felt more reflective of my own life experiences felt like i was kind of seeing it through my own eyes of, of my own childhood instead of my kids, was that at all intentional for, for sort of the, the non uh, daughter dad who would read this? 
No, I think that's super interesting. Yeah, I I love hearing that because it was for me, this book was really I didn't initially didn't want to do it. I I thought it wasn't necessary. And it was more it took me a while to come around to recognizing that, number one, I wasn't abandoning girls by doing this book. And number two, Mm -hmm. that that this is really necessary for our boys to hear and recognizing that you know, we all want love and acceptance for who we are. And it's not a girl message or a boy message. It's a, it's a human message. So um, I really kind of feel like it's, it's strong as new, pretty and heart of a boy are, are basically just different volumes of the same book. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and uh, you know, again, sort of seeing my own reflection in it, uh, even currently the chapters on play and creativity really, uh, were inspiring. I've, I've sort of realized lately, even playing with my kids, it is sort of, you know, so much play nowadays is geared toward, you know, building success towards something. It's uh, teaching a skill and not so much just playing for the sake of play. Uh, and it's really easy to get lost in that, uh, now. Um, so it's, it was, it was just really interesting to sort of learn so much about myself, um, through these kids. It was really powerful. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's one of the things with both books that I was hoping to remind people of, of who they once were and who they mm-hmm. thought they were. Cause especially like, especially with strong as new pretty. Um, and I think we all lose that as we, as we grow older and we kind of our hard edges get kind of sanded down, we lose sort of a sense of who we once were and that possibility. And, and I wanted to remind people of, when they thought they could do anything, when they thought they could fly or, you know, they thought they were the best in the entire world at this, like there's nothing wrong with having just like a little bit of that back with you as an adult. Yeah, it's so true. Um, was it difficult at all to get the kids to, to be as open and vulnerable as, as so many of them were? Well, no, I mean, for me, I feel like I, I feel really lucky because when I shoot my subjects for these projects, I capture them doing the thing they love the most. And, generally the thing they're best at um, and what they're passionate about. So I, I really get to shoot them, these kids in their element. So they're really, really comfortable and proud. And it's not, there's not, if there was ever sort of a, any reticence on the part of the kids about being part of it, I, I want to make sure everybody's comfortable and proud mm. to be a part of these projects because um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, I really want a, just a positive. I just want a, all that positivity behind it. And I, if somebody feels uncomfortable, I, I would just assume say, no, 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 it's okay. You do not need to be, I don't want anybody forced into being part. Right. Well, but even, even some of the quotes were just so moving from such young voices. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I was so surprised by um, how, how vulnerable and, and sort of like emotionally adept a lot of these boys especially are that I, <laughs> that, that's what started it for me that I was like, I had no idea that there was so, because I, you know, I'm a mom of girls. I had no idea that there was so much depth and, and vulnerability that these boys were willing to share. And, and I started to feel this sort of, I have to start sharing this. This is really important. The same sort of drive that I did for Strong and Pretty, I started to feel for these boys. Like these stories are not being shared. We need to start sharing these. Yeah, definitely. Um, the uh, one thing I noticed that that is a common theme in your photography is eye contact. Is that why? Why is that so important in in your work? Um, well, I think for me, it's just kind of. It happens because I'm talking to the kids all the time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm asking them questions, and I'm asking, you know, like. 
what does it feel like if you're trying to hit the board or in karate or like, what's your favorite thing to do? Um, things like that. Um, there, and you usually look at somebody and, and I try to find the, like the strongest images from, you know, cause for each session, I probably take a couple hundred images and mm-hmm. more often than not, it, it is when they're like looking directly at me that I'm like, Oh, that's the one we got it. <laughs> um, yeah. It's interesting. It's funny. I didn't realize that until I saw the book together. I was like, Oh yeah, there's a lot of just like straight up looking right at me. Well, and I, I love that, but I also love the contrast of the other, uh, the more candid shots. And I, I don't know if it's just how you capture it or, or how they're edited or whatever, but there's, I was trying to figure out how I would describe the way that they, the, I guess the emotion that they convey. And it's just, every picture really just feels like a memory. It's really interesting how you capture just raw childhood and how relatable it is to anyone, even if they've never done the thing that's happening in the photo. It just each photo just feels so much like a personal memory. It's really powerful. Oh, thank you so much. That's like the nicest compliment I could ever get. I yeah, <laughs> I try to I try to like I try to do as much as I can without me intervening. So I think that maybe that comes through because it's really just these mm. kids being as they are, and with small little you know directions for me to get the best light is basically what I try to do the most. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that, uh, that surprised you in working with boys that, that you weren't expecting to experience? Um, I mean, I was really surprised by how much, uh, how, or I guess how much I didn't think this was needed. And then as soon as I, I started researching and doing a little bit, my, my change of heart, how much we need this. Like there are so many expectations that are heaped on the shoulders of our boys. Like, you have to be strong. You have to be a leader. You have to be confident and athletic. You can't be emotional. You can't cry. And I was really insensitive to the fact that our boys are suffering in different ways mm-hmm. than our girls, but um, they have the same box around them that little girls have around them. But I feel like that box is even smaller for boys. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely, uh, I can I can relate to that and uh, and, and understand why, why that would be. Um, do you feel like you learned anything uh, about yourself? Was, did, was there anything that in working with these kids that you didn't know about yourself before working with them? Um, well, I mean, it was eye-opening for me because I thought I was really open-minded and very like progressive. And my initial response to be like, no, we don't need this. I just shut it down immediately. Mm-hmm. And I shut it down for a couple of years. And for me, it made me open my eyes to realize that that I need to I need to have my eyes open that something I thought was true is not always true. And just to kind of re-examine, um, you know, re-examine what my sort of biases are. Like we all have them. Um, and to make sure that I'm not like shortchanging anybody. All right. Thank you to Kate T. Parker, uh, author of the new book, The Heart of a Boy. Uh, again, this is a follow up to her previous work, Strong as a New Pretty. We have a link to uh, both of those books on our website, thefitness.com. And also, if you share this episode through whatever social media page you use and tag us, uh, we will uh, pick, uh, I guess, three folks that do that and send books to them because we've got a, a whole bunch of these to give away. So, um, please do that. Share this episode wherever you can tag us, and then that way we'll be aware of it, and then we can reach out and get the books out to you. Um, and, and Or just go ahead and jump on our website and buy it. So in the interview, we discussed a little bit the, uh, I guess, the different perspective this time around. When, when as a dad reading uh, Strong as the New Pretty, it was a lot of sort of 
uh, introduction maybe to how my daughter sees the world. And this time around, it was a little bit, little bit of a time travel, kind of taking, taking me back, uh, I know, to my childhood. And I think, Zach, you had a similar reaction. Yeah, same here. It was, it was definitely the, the first time around, it was very much, I was, I was reading the book through the eyes of my daughter and, and how it would impact her. And this time it was more of a looking back at how I grew up and how that, that box that boys are supposed to be in was was a really small box when I was a kid and it was I, I didn't realize it then. I mean I didn't even realize it I guess until recently how how small of a box that that really is for boys and that's sad to to think about um what can't be inside that box, you know, being vulnerable and sharing your feelings and things like that. I really feel like we need to encourage that more. Um, yeah that and the the, the chapter the first chapter of this book is about vulnerability and you know and it's a photography book so it's it's you know it's not a deep read it's a lot of just beautiful photos and and quotes from the the subjects of the photo and just the first chapter of just these kids being so open so vulnerable um and many of them very young but just unbelievably wise and remarkably self-aware. It was really powerful to see uh, such wisdom from from such young kids and then to be able to draw inspiration as well. I mean, I I mentioned to her in that interview that uh, seeing kids uh, playing and hearing their thoughts on play, seeing kids being creative and giving their thoughts on creativity, it really just reminds me how much... And how easy it is to get sucked into the rat race and the world of, you know, get kids to school, get to work, get home, pay the bills, get food on the on the plate and, and, and everything. It's really hard to carve out time to just truly play in whatever that means for you. Um, and even with kids, play so much now is geared toward developing a skill or sharpening your ability to do something so that when you get to college, you're better prepared for geometry or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so hard to just let go and just play and just truly allow yourself to be creative sometimes. Uh, so it was really fun to, to sort of have that reignited in in the conversation with her and with, uh, you know, looking through her book. So, uh, so again, uh, thank you to Kate Parker for uh, joining us on, uh, uh, our first repeat guest on, on this episode. So that was very cool. Uh, some other things that have been going on with us. Uh, one of the guests that we've mentioned in the past, Sean T., uh, with his new program, uh, Transform 20. Zach, you've probably done it, I know, seven, eight times by now. I <laughs> finally finished it uh, yesterday. Finished it yesterday. A few days behind schedule, I think three or four days. And I think when you challenged me to finish it, I said, I'll probably miss the deadline by a few days because of scheduling. Turned out to be the case. But I did it. And this is the first time I've ever completed one of these, you know, sort of video workout routines. And man, did I pick the right one. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. No, this one, when, again, I've never seen the end. So maybe they all end this way. I could be wrong. But in this case, watching Sean T tear up the way he did at the end, while I was also tearing up, was amazingly powerful. Now, don't get me wrong. I teared up probably 80% of the time at the end of these things because he's a very uh, transparent and and open and vulnerable guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. And a lot of this program is about working out some of that emotional stuff. But to get to the end and to hear him say, I didn't think I could do this, while I was thinking, wow, I didn't think I could do this, was a really powerful moment for me. Right. That's, That's amazing. 
good for you. It's, it's definitely a hard workout. So, you know, I, I congratulate you and, you know, I, I, I would go so far as to say you could call yourself self an athlete now. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> um, so, but, but it is funny now that it's concluded, I did have this immediate feeling of, oh shit, what now? What am I going to do tomorrow? I'm I'm done. Like I, I've had this thing every day now for six weeks that that was the thing I was going to do. Uh, and the weather is not quite ready for full-time biking to work. So I was, I was really struggling. So then this morning I'm looking through, I'm like, oh, good, good. There's some bonus workouts on here. I can do those until I come up with something else. Well, it's a good thing we're talking today because I've had something else planned for you for a little while. Oh, really? Yeah. Would this, would this yeah. qualify as a, as a challenge maybe? It, it, I think it definitely would. Let the challenge begin. All right, which, what you got? What you got for me? So I so this is this is my own workout goals. So I I finished Transform Twenty as well. Um, I how had, many times? How many times have you done it in six weeks? <laughs> Just once. Just once. But I did. Right. I did have to take. I took a week off um, when my family was here. Mm-hmm. So the whole next week, I needed to. Uh, I needed to make up a week and I needed to um, like just get it done a week in advance. So the following week, I actually did three workouts a day. Oh, man. Three 20 minute sessions. So what was it? In one week, I was able to burn through the last three weeks. Nice. Of the program. But that was, again, I'm I'm on the East Coast and living the bachelor life. Right, You're alone. You you have nothing but time. I got lots of time, you know, I'm, I'm partying it up and staying up late. I, you know, I'm in bed by like eight 30. <laughs> um, so I got, I got lots of time. So I was able to, to rip through that, but the, the, you know, the, the workouts that Shanti is known for is the insanity workout. Mm-hmm. Now the original, the original insanity, um, month one is 40 minutes long. And then month two, the workouts kick up to an hour. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a time commitment that I don't think, um, you have right now i don't and and i know from transform 20 the second to last workout is an hour and the reason i'm four days late in finishing this program is because it took me three days to figure out where i could do that one hour workout Uh, right so yeah so there's no way i can do that so i've I've actually got two options for you shanti has a couple of other workouts the one that i'm going to recommend or challenge you to is only it's it's 10 more minutes a day can you handle 10 more minutes a day maybe all right if that's too much (laughs) there's another one that's 25 minutes a day okay i might be able to do 25 all right so but the reason that i wanted the first one is because he has a, a workout called insanity max 30 okay and he essentially took the original insanity workout and packed it into 30 minutes okay and it's pretty insane but after completing Transform 20, I think you're ready for it. Right. Well, and it is called insanity. So, I mean, if it, it weren't insane, it'd be kind of silly. Uh, so, what's the difference between that and the 25-minute one? Um, the 25-minute one is kind of, um, it's lower impact. It's definitely not insanity. It's it's a good workout, but it's it's nowhere near as intense as the insanity one. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm ready for the 25-minute one. <laughs> My my knees my knees are actually, telling me no low impact you need to go low impact. All right, 
So okay, so, and, and is it like is it also like six weeks or what's the do you know off the top of your head? I think that one might be eight weeks, but oh, this damn. one it's interesting. So this one is called um, T twenty five. Okay, now, am I gonna I cry as much? Am I because I want to cry? No, there's no nah. crying. This is this is straight up. You're here to work out. Let's get this done, and then he goes away. Okay, but it, all the same motivational talk in the middle. It's it's wonderful. So I okay. challenge you to do the full T25 workout. All right. So what am I going to challenge you to do? You've done all these. You're, you're a pro. Uh, you can challenge me to not do them. I'll take two, <laughs> I'll take two off. All right. It's a one, I guess it's a one way challenge. Oh, you know what? Uh, here, Cause I was trying to think of what we were going to challenge each other to. You had something I wasn't prepared for. The, uh, so I'm going to challenge you with the thing that I had in mind because it was really about myself. I'm going to challenge you to do something that you've been putting off for far too long. Hmm. Do you have anything specific in I mind don't. or do I, I don't. come up with it? I don't, but because, because I put off doing this show for so long uh, and, and had to deal with some serious procrastination, that was going to be selfishly my challenge to you to also challenge myself. But that's what I'm going to challenge you to do. So you have to do something that you've been putting off for too long. I can do that. I'm yeah. sure. I, un, unfortunately, that list is pretty large. So I have a, a large quantity. <laughs> Just throw a from. dart. Throw a dart and see what it hits. Yeah. And we should follow up. The last challenge was to give up one thing that we've been hanging on to for too long. I, yeah. I failed. I didn't do it. I didn't do it either, but <laughs> mostly because uh, I'm not home. I'm in right. my apartment. Yeah. I, I really do only have the bare essentials here, so um, there's really nothing I can get rid of that I should be getting rid of. When I go home, though, this week, oh, man. Will, the urging will commence. <laughs> Get the dump truck. Mm-hmm. Because now we've got, you know, theoretically, we've got the house sold. So Right. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's time. It, that garage is just going to explode with garbage. Nice. Well, you know where to find me if you need help. Because clearly I need, I need to work out. So that, that would be a good way to start. Um, yes. So, yeah. So, so look at that. Uh, you want you want real life. Real life got in the way of doing the show. Real life got in the way of uh, accomplishing the challenge from last time. Uh, felt felt bad about it. Felt guilty. Felt miserable. Um, but here we are trying to set things straight and uh, take another stab at it and just do what we can to keep pushing along because that's kind of the only option, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Like we said, disciplined half-ass instead of a lazy perfectionist. Perfect. We'll get there. Exactly. It'll just take a little while. Uh, I think that's all we've got for you for this particular episode. Thanks for all the uh, commenting and interactions and whatnot that you've been doing online. We have a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram page. You can follow us on any of those. Reach out uh, um, anytime there. We're always uh, on there. Uh, Appreciate any feedback. We do have a a phone line. You can call and leave messages anytime you want to offer feedback or ask questions or whatever. 206-659-7667 is the number for that. 206-659-7667. We also just launched a uh, Patreon page. If there's uh, a few extra pennies rattling around in your pocket and you don't know what to do with them, we'll take them. We'll find a good hope for them. There's a, there's a link on our website to do that. I think that's about all we got. Oh, and subscribe, of course, on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your, your podcasts uh, already. That's all we've got. We will be back in a couple of weeks talking more about procrastination with someone who will help us stop procrastinating so much if we can get around to setting up the interview. All right. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks and, uh, and online at thefitmess.com.
Thanks for listening.